0: All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 341 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and over here we talk about Atlanta Falcons and Georgia Southern football. Um, I got some stuff coming uh, in the in the works for Georgia Southern football. I've done a lot of coverage over them on the last few weeks, but the Atlanta Falcons, once again, they are, you know, making news, doing a lot of big things changing his team over with throughout this offseason and it's a great thing and it's it's a beautiful thing to talk about to be honest with you um a lot of positivity in my opinion coming from the falcons after years of negativity so uh, this is a good time right now and i'm i'm really here for this and i want to give you my thoughts and opinions my commentary and uh and all the things under the umbrella when it comes to the falcons so if this is your first time here welcome i am vf baller I talk about Atlanta Falcons and Georgia Southern football. Once again, this is the first and frame rate show. If you're listening to me over here on YouTube and rumble, I'm also on the podcast avenues. I'm on anchor, Stitcher, Spotify. I am on, uh, Apple and Google pretty much on your favorite, uh, podcast platforms. If you want to listen instead of watch the visuals. So just for your convenience, if you want to download the show at any time, it's available for you. Um, Let's just go ahead and get into this because this is a this is something that not many people have been talking about, and we basically just been talking about the players. But collectively, I want to talk about the defense collectively because uh, we've been looking at more of the offense when it comes to the Falcons because you know the loss of Matt Ryan. He's going to the Colts. Um, he was basically the cornerstone of the offense because he's been the most consistent and been there the longest. He's no longer there. So we have two new quarterbacks and, and we're all worried about how we're going to move the ball down the field and, you know, how things are going to change and who's going to run the ball. What about the offensive line? But we haven't talked much about the defense. And when I noticed over the wires that Grady Jarrett was extended for another three years, you know, $51 million, $17 million, I think he got like 30, um I think he got like $36 or $34 million guaranteed. So he's going to be around for a while. Um, it's safe to say that he probably will end up being a Falcon for life. Literally. Not talking about the Julio Jones stuff, because I mean, who wants to talk about that at this point? But it looks like he's probably going to spend his entire career with the Falcons. Cause after the three years, um, I don't I don't I don't see him going anywhere. That's just my opinion. But then again, we saw what happened with Freddie Freeman that's another search for another day uh when i looked at that contract and i noticed that he signed for an extension I, i was like if i signed that extension i'm like okay we have an anchor on the defensive line we have somebody that is uh you know that solidifies that line for years to come uh basically a hometown kid a guy who is um that's been very productive a guy that knows um how to uh lead a defense or lead a defensive line from his position you know it's very hard to find somebody who can lead a defense or pretty much lead a defensive line at defensive tackle position when you think about guys who are um the the alpha on a defensive line, you always think about somebody that's on the outside, the, the the perennial pass rusher, especially on a defensive line. Defense in general, you must mostly talk about a a, a linebacker or whatever the case may be. But looking at our linebacker situation, Grady Jarrett is clearly the the tenured person, the person who's been there the longest, the guy who knows um, what it is to be a Falcon. Um, he knows what it is to be um, that guy on, on the on defense. And like I said um before if it wasn't for the collapse in the Super Bowl Grady Jarrett would have more likely been the MVP. I think he had a couple of sacks, batted down a couple of balls, couple of tackles for loss. He was I mean, he was really good in that in that Super Bowl. So he knows what it's like to be the leader. So we're going to talk about the other eight guys, a total of nine people that I think that this defense is looking much better than we think it is. Much better than we've been care to even run think about because i know there's other places that they may have talked about the defense but for the most part when i look at or when i when i hear rumblings about the defense it's mostly about individual players yeah like evie kate or uh how marlon davidson could finally step up or what tom anderson's going to do terrell you know aj terrell has always been like that guy on the island that's been doing a really good thing the signing of Casey Hayward, you know, is Richie Grant is going to step up? Because, you know, I've been fairly critical of Richie Grant myself. The signing of Lorenzo Carter, what D'Angelo Malone's going to do. Tom Anderson could possibly do everything. I mean, Troy, Troy Anderson could possibly do everything. But when these nine guys, I know there's 11 people on the field. But when these nine guys get on the field together, what do we have? I'm going to be quite honest. I think we've got a pretty good defense. You know, I think we have a pretty good deep. We got two, we got two defensive backs that could, you know, that could play corner pretty well. And I, in this couple of guys I haven't mentioned, but I'm gonna talk about them in a little bit. We got a safety that I was pretty critical of him, especially when I found out we signed Brad Hawkins to undrafted free agent deal. But I think he still can play if he steps up to the next level, like most guys do in year two, or probably, you know, I think he's gonna be just fine. I think he I think he I think he's gonna be a really good uh player for our team. When you look at Marlon Davison and what he has been shown to do, you know, him, you know, he can step up and be pretty good as well. Especially with the other guys around him on the defensive line. there's also rumblings that he slimmed down a little bit, like he lost some weight. So it's kind of interesting to see what he's actually gonna be able to do um with the weight loss. Uh do I need to say anything more about A.J. Terrell? I really don't. I don't. We we already know what he's capable of. Casey Hayward, same way. Casey Hayward has been v- very productive throughout his career, and with him being on the other side of Terrell, uh, on the other side of Terrell, we're looking like we're going to be pretty good as far as passing. You know, defense, um, pass defense. Lorenzo Carter comes in from the Giants. He's um looking to make a name for himself once again on a one-year deal to get the, some some uh, pass rush. So with him and ABK on the opposite sides, Ogan DeJay, which is a person I didn't mean that I don't have up here, Ogan DeJay is going to be here as well. Don't expect for any of these guys to get a maximum amount of playing time. You know, DNP's defense is all about rotation. It's one of the reasons why you see a lot of guys who um, possibly could get at the quarterback at any given moment. Uh, when you turn around and look at uh, D'Angelo Malone, And uh, Troy Anderson, these are two linebackers that are very versatile. They can do a little bit of everything. Troy Anderson can catch, run, throw, kick, pass. You know, he can do a little little no-telling what he's capable of when he gets on the field. You look at um, D'Angelo Malone, there's another athlete that can get at the quarterback, and he can run pretty fast as well. So out of these nine guys that I'm talking about here, this defense looks pretty good. This defense isn't bad. This defense is a lot better than it was last year. Just just on paper. Now, what's going to happen when, you know, we start playing? We, who knows? You know, not, and, and, and I will say this. You, you you as fans have every right to be skeptical. You have every right to be in the wait-and-see approach. I agree. I'm with you on that. And every time I talk, I know I talk like I'm hype or whatever I am. I'm I'm very happy. But at the same time, obviously, I'm in wait and see approach. I'm not sitting here and telling that like this this team is going to win ten games now because of what they have on the field. I just think that they're 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 pretty good defense. They're, I think they're pretty good right now. I think the offense is pretty good as well. So it, it's a good it, it's a good reason to be positive right now. It's really good to be positive right now. Because you you look at this list of guys, you look at the guys that are on the screen. If you're watching on the screen, there's no reason. There's no reason to be negative. There's a reason to be skeptical. There's a reason to be like you know, cause for pause. But we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how all these guys are going to fare out. I mean, we know what Grady and AJ Terrell is going to do. We know what the veterans are going to do. But the guys who are you know um, coming in as rookies, and even some of the people coming in on on contract. We don't know what they're gonna do. Lorenzo Carter looks like a guy that could, you know, that could that's gonna get like four or five sacks, maybe six or seven. He looks like a guy, like, but we don't know, you know. He's coming from a different team. We don't know what Malone and 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 Anderson's gonna do, you know. Come from a different team, you know. Coming coming from uh, you know, from college. So yeah, I I get it, but when you look at what this team is made of right now, with Dean Pease's um uh type of uh scheme i see that there's no reason to not think like the the glass is half full easily glass is half full easily i, I think terry fontano and 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 uh arthur smith have done a phenomenal job at getting these these players bringing them in finding a way to extend grady Jarrett, which that that opens up i think it opens up like 10 million dollars in cap space and, and you got to understand, speaking of cap, this is a year that we are, you know, with what, 60? I, I can't even remember. We have a whole lot of dead cap money. You know, we got a lot of dead cap. And that's going to change next year. Now, who knows what's going to happen next year when we're over $100 million in cap space. That's scary to think about. And that's definitely going to be another uh, a topic for another day because, the sky is the limit when you can, you know, have that much money to play with with this type of talent already. That that's that's insane. I've already heard rumblings about bringing another uh, top defensive guy in. Some people are talking about bringing Odell Beckham in, um, which, honestly, you know, this is a defensive episode, but honestly, I'm, I'm not against that. I doubt it if it happen, but I'm not against that and i will say this real quick and i know this may, you know, rub people kind of kind of weird. i will say this. i was thinking about this before. i don't know what the communication line is like. i would go talk to Julio Jones and see about bringing him in on a one year deal. <laughs> But I'm dead serious about that. I, I, I would not, I'm I'm not opposed to that at this point. Knowing what we have now, but it it, it got to be the veterans minimum. It, it got to be the, I mean, look, nobody's looking at him. And I don't want to go down his rabbit hole really, right But nobody's looking at him right now. There, there's been rumblings that he could go to the Colts. There's been rumblings that he could go to the Bucks. Why not bring him in on a one-year deal and put him like number three, number four on the depth chart? I don't know. Thinking about it now, he probably will sit for real. Then <laughs> he probably he probably will sit on the sideline for real. Then, if that's the case, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. Let me know about that. I, maybe I'll talk about that another day. I may make a quick video about that. But nevertheless, we're supposed to have ten million dollars in cash space now, so we could get more players to come in to do something. At least three more players possibly could come in. And looking at the free agent market, we we may make another quick splash before the season starts. I mean, I understand with the wide receiver position, I get it. You know, we may not need another wide receiver. But you you never can have enough, Uh, you never have, have enough guys on defense. And I don't know who's out there on defense who's like ready to play right now. But you just never know. But I, I think at the end of the day, we, we possibly could bring a guy in that could contribute. And uh, that that would be pretty cool to see, um, bringing a guy in with that extra cap space. Um, but really, I, I, I'm i really excited about what I see here. I think um, Ibikete is going to be really good um, alongside a Grady Jarrett and uh, Lorenzo Carter, Ogun Dejay. You know, you still got Marlon Davis, son. I, I, I think this front seven is really, it's going to be really good. And there's a couple other guys I didn't mention. You know, you got Taquan Graham, you know, still here. Um, you got other a couple other guys who are really uh, capable of um, playing defense. I think, you know, Michael Walker, he's still here at linebacker. Um, I, I didn't mention Deion Jones. And uh, I'm going to be honest, I don't know where he fits i don't i don't know where he fits at the at this moment i think uh deion jones possibly could you know get traded um even if he's still on the team that's still a plus because we technically we technically don't have a middle linebacker that's going to start right now um i believe that troy anderson could be that guy uh malone is an outside linebacker in my opinion uh like I said, we still got Michael Walker. Um, he could do a little bit of everything as well. Um, so I don't I don't know where that's going to go as far as a line middle linebacker. Cause uh I just don't know. There's already been like I said, there's been rumblings about Deion Jones prior to the draft even starting. So uh will he get traded? How much money will we save off that trade? Would it be more dead cap money? I don't know. Um could be. If a a team is willing to take his contract, kind of similar like the Julio Jones situation, it will free up money, but we still will have, I think that cap money, that dead cap will go into next year, I think. I'm not sure, but um, I just don't know. It it, it just seems like at the point he's the odd man out. But uh, also, I want to talk about um, our other safety position is Eric Harris coming back to play. Um Eric Harris did have um he did have a pretty solid season. Um a couple of plays that he had that was co- that that made it on um ESPN, uh, laying out that kid from uh laying out that kid from what you call it from the Panthers. That looked pretty cool. It was a legal hit. Um but you know for him to play that position I, I think it I think it's still a be okay. That either probably be one, I ain't gonna say the weakest link, but that's gonna be something that we're gonna have to work on. Um, will he step up and play a little bit better? I think he can. Uh, also the nickelback with Isaiah Oliver. I think that's really, that, that, that is a, that was a very good, um, that was a very good, uh, re signing right there. Cause he was, I, I think Isaiah Oliver finally found his position when he went to nickelback. He did very well until he tore his ACL, and with him coming back, I want to put him right back in that position. Have Casey Hayward and AJ Terrell play the outside. Put uh, Isaiah Oliver back in that nickel slot and let him work. I think those three guys across the board is going to be very, very um, productive for us, and uh, that's that's what we that's what we need in the passing game, the pass defense anyway. And with Richie Grant, Brad Hawkins, I, I still believe in Brad Hawkins. I think Brad Hawkins is going, could be a star. And uh, with him probably looming off the practice squad or, or or even looming off the undrafted free agent to make the team, uh, I, I think that bodes very well for that. The free safety position is still kind of up in the air. Like I said, the the situation with, uh, Rich, um, not Richie Grant, but uh, Eric Harris, that that's still kind of up in the air. I'm kind of interested to see how that's going to play out. Um, I think I think either way, I think he's going to be all right. But that's something to look at. Coming back towards the line of scrimmage, the linebackers, uh, I, I expect Malone, I expect Anderson to probably play right away. Um, not to mean that they're going to start, but I've, I expect them to get a lot of um, playing time in the rotation with the other linebackers that we have. Um, but uh, I, I, I expect Kente to start day one. I expect him to start day one. I expect Lorenzo Carter to be out there day one starting. Um, but like I said, everybody on the defense, especially the front seven, is going to be rotated in and out. But I expect these guys going to be the the start of the, the start of the rotation because um, when you look at the linebackers after we lost Lafoya Lucon, I, I just don't see where any of these two guys don't play right away. Um, I also, was talking about last week the guy, or not last week, but last episode the the linebacker from Colorado be on the lookout for him as well undrafted free agent he possibly could make a splash as well um as far as being in that rotation or possibly being on special teams uh matt hankins that's another guy that's on the that's on the uh undrafted free agent list that was signed watch him to possibly get some rotation time more likely um on the outside they're gonna try him on the outside every now and then. i, I can see that um I don't know. He might do better. He might do pretty good in, this, in the in the uh, nickel as well. It's just so many players right now that we have that are willing and to to, to that are willing and able to fit. I ain't gonna say willing able because I don't know if they're willing to, but they're going to be able to fit in this defense very well, very well. You know, I see a Taquan Graham, um, Pinnell. I think Pinnell is still on the team. You still have these other guys that were signed earlier this year at defensive tackle. Uh, Ogen DeJay, Taquan Graham, those guys are going to be rotated in and out. But you still have the anchors, and uh, with Grady, the anchor with Grady Jarrett. Uh, A.K. is probably going to be uh, um, that guy on the outside as well. Lorenzo Carter is probably going to be on a prove it. He's going to prove it. Deal, so he's going to prove that he can play. And he can get at the quarterback when need be. So I think overall, we're looking really good on defense. I think we're much better than we thought we were. And I feel that this team is going to surprise a lot of people. Now, going to surprise a lot of people. You got to understand, we won seven games with the team that we had last year. Seven games. And if we can get Desmond Ritter or Marcus Mariota to to play um, smart football or play, uh, you know, they don't have to be the guy to actually, you know, you know, throw for four or five thousand yards. But with that receiving corp, all they have to do is get the ball to them. Don't throw the ball to the other team. <laughs> you know, don't fumble the ball. Don't make very bad decisions. Just get the ball to the receivers and the tight ends and um, the running backs out the backfield. Um, I think we're going to be pretty good. I I wasn't really into this whole situation where Terry Fontenot and them said that we want to have our cake and eat it too. We want to rebuild and win at the same time. I wasn't really feeling that because it kind of didn't make sense. But now when you look at it now, I'm like, all right, wait a minute. We got something here. And looking at this, uh, looking at the NFC South, looking at the NFC South, I mean, man, you look at the Panthers, you look at the Saints, the Saints defense, they're looking pretty good. When you look at the Bucks, you know, the Bucks got Tom Brady and you know, the, those guys have our number. But when you look at the NFC South, the NFC South is not. The, the the NFC South is much more winnable than we than I think, and it, as as the weeks go by and the, and the season get closer, we may see more of that being a reality, because yeah, the Bucks are the Bucks. Don't get me wrong, you know. But when we got a team like this, I mean, you may want to think about some things just a little bit quicker about you know what we can do in this uh, division. Because defense win championships, I don't care what anybody said. It's an offensive driven league, but defense win championships. And if this defense is willing and able to step their game up and bring this talent in, and this talent plays like this, or I ain't gonna say plays like this, but if they play up to their strengths, they play within the scheme, we may have something here. We may have something here that's a lot better than we we actually thought. If you like this commentary, if you like this podcast, hit the like button, share this uh, podcast. Let people know what we're doing over here. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You know on your phones where it says the little share button. Let me tell you what you should do. Take that share button, hit that, and send it to somebody that you know that's a Falcon fan. Hell, send it to somebody that you know that's a, a Saints fan. Send that to somebody that you know that's anybody in this division. Send it to anybody that you know that's a fan of any team in the NFC let them know what we're talking about over here let them know just hit that share button on the youtube right under where it says like and stuff and just share it send it to somebody text it to them you know let people know what we're doing over here uh, also if you don't mind give me a five star rating on that star chart on if you're listening on apple if you're listening to uh us on um any of the other podcast avenues that get, does give feedback, give me some feedback. Let me know what I'm doing right, wrong, or indifferent. Let people know what's going on over here. I hear my son downstairs. He's up already. That's awesome. Okay. So, um all right, y'all. I am going to get up out of here. I will be making another video later on about the Georgia Southern Eagles. Hopefully, you guys tuned into that. Thank you guys for all the support. You guys are awesome. You guys are amazing. Thank you guys for all the support, the uptick in subscribers and um uh, all the feedback i've been getting thank you guys <clears throat> excuse me thank you guys all right y'all i'm going to get up out of here you guys take it easy you guys be blessed peace